Hello, my name is James Nethery. Welcome to the Banking with Life Q&A series. This is where I answer questions that you have concerning the infinite banking concept. So let's get started. Okay, the first question is, well, we understand that all qualified plans are bad. That's a statement. And no, not all qualified plans are bad. Qualified plans are what they are. Is there a place for them? Sure. They are what they are. But beyond that, I have one question. Are permanent whole life insurance premiums that I pay, are they tax deductible each year from the 1040? You know, I don't know in particular your situation, but I think the broader question or um, may be, can you deduct life insurance premiums from your taxes? And the short answer is yes, in certain situations you can. Whether you would actually want to do that or not is dependent upon what you're trying to do in the circumstances. So think about this. Life insurance predates the tax code. Okay, all qualified plans are an exception to the Internal Revenue Code. And if you get a tax deduction today, that means that you're going to defer the taxation till later when you withdraw. And it begs, you know, three questions that I've talked an awful lot about over the years. Are you going to be in a higher tax bracket or a lower tax bracket? I don't know. Um, would you rather pay taxes in a known bracket? or an unknown bracket, okay? So if you get a tax deduction today, there's gonna to be taxation later. So should you deduct your life insurance premiums? It depends on your situation and your entity structure. I personally prefer to pay taxes with after-tax dollars in a known tax bracket. So we're not trying to make a tax scheme out of it. Life insurance is not a tax scheme. Okay. So I hope that answers your question. Your particular situation would dictate what you do or do not do. Generally, if you deduct your life insurance premiums today, you're going to pay taxes later. Okay, then he continues. It seems everyone talking about the infinite banking concept seems to leave out important details i completely agree that are there are an awful lot of important details left out so my encouragement to you would be to read nelson nash's first book becoming your own banker his second book building your warehouse of well and then there's other books that are very helpful as well and i think that you have to do your research your vetting you decide for yourself if this idea this concept makes sense for you and your family or not you will you want to work with competent individuals you know um i would encourage you to start if you're going to go out in the big wide world and vet a bunch of financial professionals or practitioners you should go to the nelson nash institute website becoming your own banker that's a decent place to start of course i also believe that we um, try to provide a lot of good content and education. And so if you want help structuring or learning how to become your own banker, reach out to us. All right, the next question is, how soon can I withdraw a loan? Well, 
let's start with a withdrawal. There's a difference between a withdrawal and a loan. A withdrawal is a withdrawal. So you withdraw from the policy values from a life insurance policy. If you have cash value, there should be a withdrawal provision. You can withdraw those cash values up to some point. And then a loan. <clears throat> you know, how soon can I withdraw or loan? A loan is a loan. Withdrawals and loans are different. Withdrawal is from your cash values. A loan is your a loan. You're borrowing the life insurance company's money and you're not taking money out of your cash values. You're collaterally assigning your cash values. So your cash values remain in the policy doing what they're doing. And then you collateralize that cash value with the life insurance company and you borrow the life insurance company's money. So there's a difference between loan and withdrawal. And how soon can you do that? It depends on uh, company. Every company is a little bit different, but it's in relatively short order. It does not take very long to get a loan or a withdrawal. But I must say that a life insurance company has contractually six months to, if you ask for a loan or withdrawal today, they have contractually six months to fulfill that loan request or the withdrawal request. Contractually, they have six months before they have to pay a legitimate uh, death benefit as well. And there's a whole history behind why the life insurance companies have six months to do that. Now, they, most all of the companies, they just want the loan request in good order. They want the withdrawal request in good order. It does not take long to access capital with a life insurance company. How many beneficiaries can there be per policy? Almost as many as you want. I mean, if you think about it, it's not really limited. Um, however, a company may limit the amount. And what I mean by that is this. Let's say that you have 100 beneficiaries and you're going to leave them 1% each of the face amount. Well, you have to, you know, get all of their information so the company can fulfill that if you graduate. But I mean, who would even want to do that? The short answer to your question is you can have an awful lot of beneficiaries. Most companies don't want to leave, you know, fractional percentage points to a beneficiary. Okay, the next question is, could I roll any kind of a retirement account into a policy without triggering a taxable event? And the short answer is no. Withdrawals from qualified plans are taxable in the year of receipt. I'm specifically talking about IRAs, 401ks, traditional IRAs, 401ks, 403bs. Um, that's just a taxable event. Whether you withdraw the money or your beneficiaries withdraw the money, Uncle Guido wants his share. So you can't make withdrawals from an IRA, pay a life insurance premium, and avoid a tax. That's taxable. That's a taxable event, withdrawals from qualified plans. Um, can you get life insurance into some types of qualified plans? Yes, you can. But you can complicate anything if you try hard enough. So, Or we. We can complicate anything, um, and there's no sense in complicating things. This question, what is the maximum amount that I can put in initially or at one time? 
He continues, I do believe you told me the amount would vary, but there was a once a year lump sum amount that is available. Is that correct? Look, the premium to the life insurance company is paid either annually, monthly, semi-annually, or quarterly. And the structure is the structure when you have an infinite banking structure to a life insurance policy. There's at least two primary components of that policy structure. One is the base whole life policy that has a premium. And then there is a PUA or a paid up additions rider. It's a rider to the whole life policy. And but it's still premium and the companies vary they you know they even call their paid up edition riders various names but then they also have varying allowances or company practices of how much can you put a lot of premium into a policy in year one and reduce the premium in year two yes that's possible so can i put additional money into the paid up additions Yes, if the policy is structured to take it, how often can you do that? It depends on the company. Some companies you have to pay the PUA premium um, on the anniversary. And some allow premium payments to the PUA throughout the year. So that's kind of a variable by company. Okay, and then what is a maximum what is a maximum amount that I can pay initially at one time? You know, the, the, the amount of premium that you can even pay is um, addressed with the financial underwriting of a life insurance policy. You know, we are all limited. We can only pay a certain percentage of our gross annual income or a particular factor if we're asset heavy and don't have income. You know, we can pay a, a multiple of our net worth in premium. But we're also limited on the total death the total death benefit that one can have in force on their life. So um, those those are two limits. And then once you determine a premium that you want to pay, then we have to deal with the modified endowment contract guidelines, MEC. But so I, I hope I answered your question. Thank you for watching. If you have a question that you would like an answer to, email us at the email below. And be sure also to like and subscribe and join us weekly for content. Have a great day.